0: Imagine a situation. Are we recording this? Yeah, yeah. But why are we recording this? I want
1: to get at least one good take before we leave. So, but you've just left out everything. You got to start where you just uh, started. I will. The theme of our relationship up until this point has been me always thinking I know what's best and it's a huge problem. Still, even to this day, we get in the car first day, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to drive your car. I'm not even behind the wheel, dude. I'm trying to drive your car.
0: Yeah, Pretty funny that you thought I didn't know how to handle pulling out of Starbucks. (laughs) Did it 300 times with the crying baby. Yeah. But no, like, like I'm the same way, dude. And like, not only am I the same way, but everybody's the same way. Everybody's the same way. It's all just varying places on the same spectrum. Like, especially with alcoholics, we're all trying to run the show, dude. It says it right in the book, dude. It's a real thing. Yeah. You more than some, for sure. And and the thing about it is you, with the people that you're comfortable around, you are very overt about it. It's not like a hidden... You're not trying to pull strings behind the scene. You're, like, right there, literally trying to grab the reins. Like, in a very, like... This is happening right now. It's impossible to not realize it. Hmm. Right? Yeah. But like, so I'm the same way. And, and my journey has changed so much because getting, having a son, dude, having Louie, and just being in the situation that I'm in with Steph living in West End, me living here, us still trying to work out a lot of complicated issues in our relationship between us two, like even just from the fact that just getting sober together We still haven't figured out how that works. Just being sober together. So, but anyway, because of the situation, it's like, dude, even if I dedicated 110% of my time to trying to run this show, there's no way. There's no way that I can run this show. So it's put me in a situation, and this was a long time coming. I was already working up to this point, but it's put me in a situation where... I have to, every single day, every single moment, I have to accept things that I cannot control. Like, it's impossible. There's too many things going on in my life right now to even have any control. Literally, 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 the only thing that I can do, period, is show up and do my best. That's all I can do. Every single day, there's a hundred million things that come up. And I'm just like, you know what? I got to just let it go, dude. I have to. It's not even like a spiritual journey. It's like literally, it it is, there is no other way. (laughs) It's impossible to not accept these things. Like, where's Louie going to go for school? Is he going to get his nap? Is he going to eat this? Is Steph going to tighten the seatbelt on the car seat tight enough? You know, it's all things like, I can't be there. Mm. Like tomorrow, I'm going to wake up. I have to go to work. Whatever happens while I'm at work, aside from a pure unbridled emergency, I'm going to have to go to work and do my job at work, which is just another example of shit completely out of my control. My job is to make sure people are there when they're supposed to be there and do what they're supposed to do. If they don't, I can't do anything. What am I (laughs) going to track them down in like Madison? I'm going to race to Shelbyville and like, hey, man, where you're supposed to be here.
1: You know, like
0: can't. can't. So like, and then further, and I want you to obviously I want you to chime in, but I'm trying to set the whole yeah the, the yeah. whole picture here yeah. So I got Louie, came into the picture. He himself is uncontrollable. You can't control a baby.
1: Just tried to, and he accidentally bashed his head on the uh, y-
0: yeah. Exactly, yeah. things are gonna happen, dude. Like I remember the first time he fell off the bed mm. and nailed himself. Mm. I mean, you know, about three feet off the ground as like a. Two month old baby, and just wiped out on the floor. And we were freaking out. Like, we called the psychiatrist after hours, or the pediatrician after hours. We're like, oh my God, is he all right? Mm. You know, like, and and then you learn, especially boys, they're gonna take some hits, man. (laughs) Like, it's a rite of passage with us, with all babies, but especially boys. And then, even more especially, boys that are super smart and crazy. Yeah, that came from me. Yeah. (laughs) But but anyway, so. And then so my job is literally I'm a project manager. Literally, if you were to sum it up in one sentence, I have to control the job. That is what my job is. I don't even do the work most of the time. My job is literally to control every element of the job. I have to make sure the material's there. I have to make sure things are happening in the right order. I have to make sure these guys are doing it the way that we need it done, right the right way. I got to make sure that the, the inspections happen and that, they're, that everything's good, man. It's like there is no part of my job that is not control. I have to call people. I have to schedule things. I have to be there, make sure they're there. That's what I do every day. So like this idea that, I, that we're going to give up control. That, like, I'm supposed to give it all to God, you know. And I haven't gone so deep into this because it's a non issue. Like, there's no way around it. I can't go to work and give God the steering wheel. I have to steer this. Like, I have to actively do things, one thing after another, nonstop, every single day. Sometimes I have to take my gloves off and do the work myself. It's like, and if it doesn't get done, it all falls on me because it has to get done. Like these are not things like, oh, well, you know what? It, yeah, the we'll just skip the HVAC trim out. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. We'll just skip making sure the floor's level. You know, so I'm I'm exercising like this extreme this extreme uh relinquishing of control in my personal life, right? With Louie, with Steph, with all my relationships to a large degree. We'll get into some of the other ones later. But, and then I go into work and I have to put on a totally different hat, dude. Every single day. So, no control of my personal life. Only just doing my best. And Steph has a meltdown like twice a week at least. And then I go into work and I have to like control the chaos. It's my responsibility to control all the chaos. Manage the customers, the clients, all of it. You know, so it's just, it's a lot, dude. It's a lot. And 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 the thing about it is, I'm not looking for a gold star. I don't need anybody to tell me that this is a lot. I know I'm dealing with a lot. Everybody does tell me. Anybody who knows me is like, dude, you're doing a lot. It's mm. a lot.
1: Yeah. You're but that's doing what a lot. you're wired to do is a lot. It,
0: it is. But at the same time, when all of these things start showing up at the same time, Overwhelming. It's extremely overwhelming and and my and this is one thing we briefly touched on but the more I think about it the more I realize it's kind of true. I don't really tell people how I'm feeling like I just deal with it like that's I guess how I was taught as a child like we don't go around saying I feel so overwhelmed like this didn't go my way this didn't go my way I don't know what to do with this. It's like, I do ask for advice sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed or when I don't know something. But, like, the energy is like, let's figure this out. It's not like, woe is me. Please let me know how rough my life is. Yeah, you're not interested in waiting around in the problem. No pity. I don't want any pity, dude. I don't even, like, that makes me uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Truly, when people start like, oh, man, it must be tough. It's like, no, bitch, I got this. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. But but it is. It's crazy, dude. My life is crazy. and and And, and it's... It's forced me, it's just another element of my journey to the God thing. Is like, okay, well, now a huge part of my life, even my cats, dude. We talked a lot about my cats yesterday. Like, when I leave for a trip, I don't know what's going to happen with my cats. Anything could happen. Like, they could be sick and I don't even know about it. Like, I, I worry about things like this. Like, what if uh, Bill scratches Finn in the eye and it gets infected while I'm gone? You know, or whatever. But anyway, all of these things, dude. And it's like, so what can I do with that? You know, like, what can you do with that? All of that shit that you can't control, that you know, no matter what, no matter how hard you try, you're only going to make it worse and you're not even going to help the situation. You know, you're going to make yourself worse and you're not going to help the situation. And that's where God comes in, dude. Like, at least for me, like, that's the only thing I can do is say, God's got it, dude. Like, it's all happening for a reason. Even at the worst time, even when Steph is, like, completely off the rails, Louie's in an unsafe situation, her family's acting up, you know, I got drama at work, all of this. It's all happening right at the same time. It's like, it's happening for a reason, dude. And I just, like, literally... I might have a minute, like where I'm like, "Fuck, man, what the fuck," but then I'm just like, "It is what it is. It is what it is. You're gonna do what you do. You only know. You don't know what you don't know." No. <laughs> but, but for real though, you are who you it, are. It, it has forced my hand when it comes to spiritual growth, literally, like in the most real, in, in the most practical sense. That's what people like. People come into the program and they're like, oh my God, 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 like, oh, it's like this, capital G, like, it seems so giant, you know? It's not, dude. It's right here, right now. It's like, it's literally the most practical way to deal with the shit you can't control. It's completely necessary, and it's not complicated. It's like, okay, I can't control this shit, I hope somebody is. <laughs> like, I hope somebody is. Like, that would be really scary if everything is left up to chance, you know? Like, like you know, even the Hamilton thing, dude, it's like, which I'm still really grappling with. It's like, it had to have happened for a reason, man. And I have all kinds of theories and reasons why it might have happened, you know? But, but it... it, it, it what I have to believe is that there's something happening that we don't know about that I'm not going to understand. So all I can do is like do my best to honor his memory and try to take care of his family as best as I can in any way that I can because I know that's what he would do for me and like move on dude. Like because I was a wreck for like three weeks straight just crying out of nowhere, miserable. Like it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. It was am-
1: it was incredible how, how quick your cries were. That's what I thought was incredible. That was just with you, dude. I I was crying all day, mm.
0: like I was crying nonstop. See, I'm not a crier.
1: Yeah, I'm just not. That doesn't really just happen. But that's what was interesting. We'd be we'd be talking on the phone, and it would just happen real quick for like maybe three to four seconds, and then it would then you would rein it in. But that's like, uh, yeah, I mean,
0: yes, and it's because I'm not really a crier. But when I was alone, you know, or when I was with people that really knew him, it was different. Trust me. Like, when I was with Nick, dude, we had some cries, dude. Mm. When I was with Adrian Montana, his brother, uh, Christian, we had some cries, dude. I mean, we were crying, for sure, dude. And we're still, like, (laughs) hanging on by a thread. And when I talk with Nick, dude, it's like... It's it's really tough, man. And it's even tougher for him. But I'm not, you know. I'm so grateful that because I've known him for so long. Like, I'm so grateful that when he passed, we were on the best terms we had ever been on. Literally, we had never been tighter. So it's like, I have no regrets. Like, I saw him that Friday. I was talking to him that night. Like, I was as connected as anybody else. You know, like, probably more connected than even some of his family. Like, we were talking all the time, every day. I was taking step-by-step step everything, and he told me pretty much everything, you know. The only thing he never told me about is his health issues, mm. which is crazy. But but anyway, it, you know, I'm just saying, like, it, it is the easier, softer way to believe that something is going on that we don't understand. Because otherwise it's just pure chance and chaos and that's just like really uncomfortable. Mm. When you have so many things that you care about, you know? And there's so many pieces at play at all times. So many pieces at play. Like when I moved here, it, it was like, a, it was a God thing. There there was several different, probably like in this stint sobriety coming up on three years again. It's like, there's probably been like... Between 10 and 20 instances where it was just a tremendous amount of faith like just growth in spirituality and level up in faith and like one was just getting here dude like getting to because And that's another really complicated one. I I, I don't want to just I don't want this to be a monologue, but long story short, I knew I needed to come to Nashville, right so like the mentality is, I don't know if you feel this way, but the mentality for me is like how I interact with God and with the universe every day is like, if it's just, if it's happening, if it's unfolding just naturally, it's meant to be. And if it, if I'm forcing it, if it's, if I'm meeting resistance and it's, and things are going wrong, it's not meant to be mm. right back off. Like it's, this is, I'm forcing it. It's not meant to be, this is my will, so to say, or whatever. Right. But the universe doesn't will it for whatever reason. And you can feel that resistance. Oh, absolutely. Like, more so than most, probably. Mm. Like, because I'm so sensitive yeah. in every way. But, but anyway, so, like, this was a huge amount of faith that I built on when I moved to Nashville. Because what happened was, and I, I don't know if we were, I don't think we were talking at this point. So no, I
1: got a text from you in uh, July. We hadn't talked in over two years, I would say.
0: So, yeah, this was this was we were not talking at this point and I never told you about all this. But long long story short, I was meeting some of the most insane resistance I've ever met on anything ever trying to move to Nashville. Like everything was going wrong. Right. Like anywhere, whichever way I turned shit was like even incomprehensible fuck shit. Like I had this random issue on my record from my apartment at Rosemont. You remember my one yeah, yeah, bedroom? Yeah. I, I they evidently filed like an eviction on me or something. And like I, I went to I I remedied it at the time. I took care of it. Whatever it was, I took care of it right then and there. Well, it never went through the system, evidently. Guess what? I call up the place. It's an old it's an old management company, right? And then from that point, it just got to be the most insane scenario you could ever imagine. We can't get in touch with this person. We can't do anything about this. We have no records at all. You have to call this number, I call that number, they don't have anything. I had to literally draft up my own court documents and present it to the court and and go that route. Like I had to circumvent the entire management company and the, the the apartment entity period. Wow. And even then I don't know if I resolved the issue permanently, but it was enough to get into this place. Right. Because I had tried several other places and kept getting hit, like, no way, we're not doing it. So it was like and then finally, so like, but I knew the whole time, I knew I this was a noble cause to be here for Steph. To, during her pregnancy And to be here for Louis Once he gets here Like I knew I had to do it Right You know It wasn't a situation Where I was going to be like Oh well it's God's will I'm going to stay in Atlanta While my son's fucking born Like no way Right So And the odds were Completely against me But I kept on dude Even when it got the hardest And when I was facing The most ridiculous scenarios Then like a bill came out of nowhere I had to take care of that It's just The nightmare world with the bullshit dude You know like It was crazy. Hmm. And who strolled into Nashville... In this place that we're in right now? This guy. (laughs) So... And once I finally got there... I knew... God's got me, dude. Like... It's okay. Because now I have like a moral compass. So if I'm doing what I need to do... I I don't quit. Like... I'm not gonna back down. I'm not gonna stop. Because I gotta do this shit. But... If there's any shade of gray... If I'm like, "Eh, I don't know about it, like this isn't noble. It's not not noble or it's moral or not moral. If if I'm meeting resistance, I just back off. It's not meant to be. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's just been crazy, dude. It's it's crazy. And there's a million other examples like that. But that was such a huge one because I went I met so much resistance, dude. And it was like I I knew I had to keep going. Like the the energy inside of me was like, I got to do this. There's no choice mm. by any means necessary, like if I have to get an extended stay week to week, yeah, it was gonna, gonna happen to it, yeah, yeah, and then i got then the job fell into place, right, so once the job fell into place through my best friend from my first treatment center, sister who lived here, then I was like, okay, so finally, like there's something going right, and then I just kept working at it, and you know when it's meant to be it starts. Even no, no matter how hard it is, it starts falling into place. So I made it here, but that was that was a really insane experience. I share about it in meetings sometimes when I feel so inclined because it's such a powerful. You know, not contradiction, but it's a unique situation compared to how I normally approach day to day life.
1: Yeah, because what it, what it is is it's uh, it's honoring it's, you're honoring responsibility. Essentially, it's like you're honoring your own truth and, and what you have found to be what needs to be done. And it doesn't matter. It's like you're going to go towards adhering to your code of conduct, whatever that may be, that you're going to push through the resistance because you believe in something or know something to be true for yourself. Yeah. And that's it's very important because the easy way out is just to always play well, at least this is what I've done, is I've always kind of played the victim to the universe to an extent of being like, oh, well, this is how things are going to be, and woe is me. And that's not the move. The move is to figure out where you're aimed at and what you're going to go do, and then do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, we all we all fall into the, the victim role at least a little bit. I mean, it's impossible not to do it. Like, you know. And, and then it got even further complicated because along the way... Right, like just to use, continue that example, right, along the way, once I realized the situation, Steph's pregnant, we're doing this, it's happening, you know, along the way, I was like, you know, I really want, like, aside from everything, I want to get out of Atlanta. Like, I wanted to do something exciting. Yeah. So then, I, that, that's how, where it gets complicated. Because now, all of a sudden, okay, I'm on a noble mission I know it's the right thing to do. I know I need to do it, but now I want to do it. Mm. You know, so yeah. it's like, so in and when we want something, all of a sudden it feels wrong. You know what I mean? Like, can you relate yeah. to that? Like when you totally. want, like we. So now because it's my desire,
1: right? Now it feels wrong. Now it feels, it feels, wrong. Selfish. It it feels selfish. selfish. It feels
0: selfish. Yeah. It feels wrong. Uh, you know, and, and and in a lesser in lesser. In in situations that are less severe than that, I've actually used that as an indicator that this is wrong. Like, you know, this this
1: is definitely just me, dude. Like, I'm doing this just for myself. Which is an interesting thing because it's like part of the process for me has been putting myself in a position to do things I don't naturally want to do for a better result in the future. And then over time, doing those things, because there's a part of me that knows it's the right thing to do. Over time, it changes into the thing I want to do. And it's, it becomes, uh, it's like going to the gym, but you can sub any sort of example that you'd like. Or, and another one is like with my relationship with Melissa. It's like when I switched the script from no longer intimate relationship or boyfriend-girlfriend or partnership, looking at it as falling in love and looked at it as growing in love, when I made that switch, it became it, it became something I wanted to do. Like when before, I'm wondering if it's the right thing to do or whether they, we're supposed to be together right now or any of that stuff. Once I was like, oh, there's no big white light moment. There doesn't have to be a, a, a lightning bolt from Zeus that says you're where you're supposed to be. You just have to frame it. Like what are we really doing, right? Growing in love or like growing in relation with whatever or whoever you may Whatever ideal you may want to aim at, over time, you begin to want to do it. So, like, so you're saying, okay, I'm not
0: in love. I'm working towards
1: love. Yeah, because, well, this is just what I know about me. This is just for for me. I know I have no fucking idea what that's supposed to look like at (laughs) all, dude. Me neither. I mean, me neither, dude. There's been millions of fucking television shows, movies, fucking pieces of literature that are expressing this grand idea, dude, and and I in my personal experience, bro, like I don't fucking know at all. I know how to get fucking high. I know how to like feel the highest highs ever and the deepest, deepest lows, dude. But I don't know how to establish a semblance of serenity or peace or understanding or you Especially know, in a relationship. In a relationship, I don't know how to like the the thing that flipped my. We brain don't know dude, how to love. We don't. We well, this is what flipped my brain, dude. And I was I was thinking about this, but like just the idea of love itself has been misconstrued for me. I think it's an oxytocin release of just energetic, comp- like wanting to connect and and like lovey dovey. No, 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 no. And what have I always said? What is love? Always. What is love?
0: Sacrifice
1: and that's you see that's but where, I
0: don't even think that's right though No,
1: I'm just saying that's what I've always thought so this is I, I this thought came to me and it makes sense to me it, what is love love is and this is just pure I'm talking about like just love capital L love like we're not talking about falling in love we're not talking about romantic intimacy like those things are great they're part of the human experience but capital L love what is it it's the absence of self when it's not about me Mm and i can be fully present for whoever or whatever mm. may be in my life in life mm. love okay. is the absence of self okay and and for me that's what like i'm not saying you're wrong no no i mean it's it's just another concept because there's diff- there's so many different there's a full spectrum of this shit yeah. like there's totally the, i love people differently you know like totally so it's totally it's, it's you know some people need some fucking tough love some people need to be told like Here's the boundary. And then, it's speaking of tough love, it's like, we don't even know,
0: our perception of that is not even accurate. So, like, absolutely. or me, me, absolutely. At least. So, oh my God, so much, dude, so much there. It's like, I miscalculate when I need to apply tough love because I don't really understand love, period. So, it's like, here, I think I am doing the most. The, the best thing I can do for this person and it's actually pushing them away. This is especially true in my person, in my intimate relationships with guys. Yeah. With guys, because so like, I just hear the same, the same problems over and over again. And even things that I've worked through or that I'm currently working through or that I see myself in. And it's like, ah, oh, I got to like, and then Jeff, dude, my therapist, Jeff points out to me like, dude, it is not your responsibility to tell these people what they need to do. You don't even know what you need to do. <laughs> which is That's true, true. To, a degree, uh, to a degree. To a degree. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: But just... So it's like, it's really arrogant for me to think that I know best for somebody else when I'm just now getting to this point. You know, And and then if you think about it in terms of time, which complicates things because time is not even really real. But let's just say... Uh, my best friend is 27 years old. I'm 34, right? And I'm over here. My life is moving in a in a decent direction now, you know. But let's us not forget. Less than three years ago, I was fetal in my parents' basement, still smoking pot and drinking, feeling like I wanted. I had, was totally a worthless human being. You know what I mean? Just three years less than three years ago. Yeah. So. Here I am, like, dude, you got to get out of your parents. You got to do this, that, the other. You know, you got to start, you know, putting yourself aside and working at these jobs. Make it work, dude. Stop fucking around. But just a little while ago, I was unemployable. Kid, I didn't man. work for three and a half years, dude. Like, nothing. No work. So, it's just, like, the arrogance, the, the ego. Like, I forget. We're all the same, dude. We're, I'm no better or worse, So when I come at them,
1: this is like part of my ego, my narcissism. When I come at them... Let me say this. It's also a form of of projecting because you see yourself. Totally. You want to get yourself right. A hundred percent. That is the...
0: So that is the subtext. That is the why. Uh Why am I so emotionally invested? Why do I get so emotional about this shit? Because a, a ton of my friends are like, yeah, that sucks, man. Uh, I hope it gets better. You know, let me... Yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Or whatever. But I'm like, dude, you need to do this. You need to do that. Can't you see this? Don't you understand that? Like, you know, I'm like... Ugh! Mm, yeah. Because it's me, dude. Because that's the why of it. But regardless, it's like, you know... It, it, it's my It's my narcissism and my ego that forces me to feel like I am actually better. And the problem with mm. that is... Mm. It comes through. Even if I never say it... That energy comes through like, dude, who the fuck are you talking to? And, you know, Wheat Thins, Ryan, dude, it goes back and forth with this so many times, dude. And I'm trying to work on it, but he's just such a fucking knucklehead. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Yeah. And, and, and and we're not the same. Okay, like there are differences between me and
1: Ryan, you know. Dude. Big time. I'm add just I'm Just a sidebar. And... I don't think I've ever met anyone as interesting as you, just in how you are, how you operate. <laughs> no, no, for real. Like, so this is, and this is the same as me, right? Like I don't I'm think a, everybody I'm a, shares I'm that. I'm a unique, I'm a unique uh, form of whatever I am, dude. Like, I'm just, it's, it's, I'm, I. Uh, I do things in weird ways, dude, and I, and I look at things in totally weird ways. but it seems like the only way to us though it, dude. that's what I'm, that's the point I'm making is like it's we, crazy. we but, but at, and at the same time, having an understanding dude, yeah that's, a, that's the hardest
0: thing for me is to understand that I don't really know best, yeah, it's the hardest thing for me. It's like so, and it's not because I know best. You know, it's not because I actually do know best. It's because I'm that fucked in the head where I can't, like, what gets me in trouble in relationships more than anything else is I am unable to understand how somebody else can
1: see things differently. Right. Like, literally, I cannot understand Well, that. this is this is the difference between you and I. This is the main difference, I think, is that. You're actively expressive in your truth, actualized. Like it's not, you don't, there's no space between listening and thinking. There's just this expression of who you are in relation to the world around you. And it's after the fact that you break these things down and, and are able to understand your part. Like I have no filter. There's no filter. Yeah, there's no filter, bro. Like straight <laughs> up, you've got none, dude. It's, well, it's, it's different now. But it's it beautiful. is different now. It's different because you're breaking these things down and examining them over time and adjusting accordingly, which is different. I'm the opposite way. I will listen all day long and, and try to get to as, uh, a deeper, as deep of an understanding as I could of someone's experience before allowing myself to speak. I'm actually more akin to non-action. When, when, like, when you're actualized, my, non, my base state is non-action. I feel like you were getting somewhere there. I, I feel like you were actually getting somewhere there. Yeah, I'm, I don't talk. Like, I really don't. I listen more than I talk. It, the, no, you were,
0: you were about to say something else, though, it felt like, that really captures the main difference between us.
1: There is a, the, the main difference between us is I'm super fucking careful. You just go. I don't go until I know there's no risk. You mean like in relation to these, these life, everything you go, you go, you're always going. I wait until I know there's no risk and try to figure it out. So I know there's no risk. And then I go with everything I got. See, it's funny, But it though. becomes manic for me. It, because it, I know there's no risk. It's all about me again. It's like, this is the truth. This is what has to have to happen. So it's two different ways to skin the same cat, basically. Well, it's... Yeah, well, yeah, both of them, yeah. Our similarities is we are... I, I would agree the narcissism is real. Like, we are... We, we think that we know. We really do. It, 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 it's not even that I think I know. I think you're wrong. Yeah.
0: Right? Like... Like, when Steph is explaining her perspective to me, like, I literally am like, dude, that is not even reality. Like, you're
1: not even accepting the reality of the situation. And then I basically lo- lose it from there. But, which is interesting because your perspective already is not reality. Y- we yeah. know that. But, you, but this is where I'm coming from. You're, you're, you're actively learning this and understanding it in real time. Well, no, it's like, okay, but, but that's, see, that's where we get hung up because it's like, okay,
0: these events occurred, right? Louie was fucking around by the coffee table. He banged his head on the table. Okay. Now you could be like, you're a negligent dad. I could be like, what the fuck are you doing? Best friend, whatever. But the facts of the matter remain the same, dude. Right. Like that's my problem. So me and Steph are going back and forth on this and I'm re- re- reciting things that she actually said or did. Right. That there's
1: no way to misconstrue. Like, you said I wish you were dead. But this is, very, this is very important about how you and I interface with reality. We take what people say to be their truth. Or that they actually know what they're saying. We actually assume that they're like us. Like, they're not saying this because they're going to forget it three well, seconds later. Well, yes and no. Yes and no. So, the fact is, if you say you wished
0: I was dead... Right. If you said that to me in the, the heat of an, of emotion and anger, whatever caused you to say that, right? Okay. Now I know you don't mean it, right? Right. But off what, the top, I know you don't really mean that, right? Okay. But it doesn't change the fact that you're emotionally abusing me, right? Like, so that's a, the, the, one of the biggest differences with me now is there's boundaries, and when when you set up boundaries with people that don't like boundaries it's going to be a mess. You know what I mean? Like people who don't like that to be, you know, people who want to explode. And, and, you know, how do I say I'm, I'm I'm not, Well,
1: well, I can explain it just based on this last week or two is that when you begin to understand these things and honor these, these types of truths, whatever they may be for yourself, recognizing reality and seeing how flawed our perspectives are. Once you start to realize this, and you set boundaries, and you realize the fallacy that not only other people are living in, but you're living in, and you realize that and really make friend with it, and you honor it, people don't want to fuck with that, dude. They want to stay where they are. Yeah, yeah. It's it, a deterrent. It, it, part, partly, partly, it yeah. Causes, part it causes, it creates more chaos, frustration part on part their it. part. It actually riles someone up. It's, it's anytime someone says No. But it's like it's it f- sucks yeah, to be told no, yeah, and it can be told with your body. It, it doesn't even have to be said. It
0: is. That's part of it. But what I'm saying is, getting back to this disconnect, it's like,
1: okay, you said you wished I was dead. That in itself, if we can't agree that that happened, yeah. But the way your brain works, dude, is you have a you you have a litany of data points that led to that expression that you saw and and like was able to see it go there. They yes, didn't see yes. that.
0: Yes people don't see what they're actually doing. Yes, that is that's also true. But like then you're
1: going to say I didn't say that. But yeah, but that's the point is like when you try to have a discussion about this and try to clear the air with a person that you may be engaged with where this is this energy is cultivated or resistance is being toiled with, it's you can, we can't rely on our intellectual proof of what they did or didn't do for them to see. So what do you do? That's the point. That's, what do you do? That's the point.
0: What do you do? What do you fucking do, dude? And so, okay, so back to, let's go back to where we started on this. Because we got off on the tangent with the. With this the, is good radio, by the oh way. Oh my God, it's fucking phenomenal. We're finally doing <laughs> We're <back>. it. <laughs> We're back, dude. We're back. We, we ask the tough questions. Yeah, dude, dude. And we don't have any answers. We have no answers. <laughs> wow. We ask the tough questions and we have no answers. That should be our slogan. Yep. That should be what we call this, dude. I'm we gonna... ask the tough questions. We have no answers. That's our tagline.
1: <laughs> I liked it. I was thinking about this. We answer the questions with our feet.
0: <laughs> yeah, or something. Our mouths. Yeah, but okay. So back to like, okay. So what's what's the problem in the relationship? Is like okay. So at least this is the new thing for me. Is and we didn't go into this yet, is the the Jewish component of us not talking about our feelings Mm. and us not being good, as crazy as it may seem to us because we talk so much about it with certain people. Right. We're actually not good at expressing our feelings.
1: Right. We're actually, I wouldn't say passive-aggressive,
0: but we're stoic. Really and
1: truly. Uh, Almost a genealogically learned behavior. We don't, that's what I'm saying.
0: It's crazy. It's a cultural thing. Mm. Because like, We don't realize, like, my mental, like, while somebody else is like, I want to feel loved, like, I need you to say this and that, I need you to do this and that, I don't need that. Like, I don't, I would never tell somebody, I need you to say I look pretty. Right. You know what I mean? I don't need that shit, dude. That's not what I need. And when I'm dealing with something, it's like, I need you to just accept the reality, but it's my reality, so it's kind of like, it's not going to happen. So there's like... One of the biggest things me and Steph hit butt heads on is like I'm not honoring her perspective, and she's not honoring mine, and we're at a stalemate, right, and then, that's me and Melissa too and then okay, and then and I have a part in that, and you have a part in that absolutely a hundred percent absolutely now these bitches are crazy <laughs> we're not as, as crazy, we're not as emotional we're also crazy, but we're yeah. not as crazy. <laughs> So we don't have these meltdowns
1: in these episodes. Right. We're more consistent. We, and well, I would say the difference is when I feel it, I I I direct it everywhere but her. So she doesn't even get or she doesn't even, get the actual honest frustrations I'm going through. Yeah, or or even as simple as we we walk away, dude. We yeah.
0: I think the biggest thing for me is like I remove myself when I get to that certain point. You're not going to see me throw shit yell, name call, threaten. I don't do any of that. That's like Josh on cocaine bender day 5. You know what I mean? Like in sobriety, I don't act that way, dude. Right. And then there's a whole another thing where it's like you haven't worked through all the trauma that I caused you in, in in addiction, so you're still seeing me in the same way. So when I when I talk this loud, you think I'm yelling. Mm. This is yelling. You know what I mean? But when I even just raise my voice because I'm passionate, now it's like, whoa, Josh, oh my God. So it's like unresolved trauma there, which is very frustrating for me. Right. Because I've worked so hard to change these things. Right. But anyway, okay, so the relationship...
1: I noticed that driving around with you. Your tone is your tone. Yeah, I mean, tone schmoan, dude. I mean, you gotta be (laughs) fucking kidding me, dude.
0: Although, it's a double... I will say it's a double standard, because when you get that tone with me, we got a (laughs) problem. We got a big problem. That really hurts me. So, and it's a classic. I I don't know if you feel this way about yourself, but I can dish it out all day. I just can't take it. So that's just me. I can dish it. I can't take it. Mm. Like, that's really just how I am, dude. Like, it's a core trait that I don't like, that I'm working on, but it's still just me, dude. That's just how I am. I'll talk all day about your shit, but as soon as you start... giving me some ideas about mine, especially if I feel like you don't have a fucking leg to stand on, I'm getting ill.
1: It's not going to be pretty. Which brings us back to the the thing that, the thread that unites us is that we think we know. We think we know, dude. Yeah. And we,
0: we think we're better inherently, like even like in a in an unconscious way.
1: Yeah, and, and almost a, an unhealthy way. But it's, people can pick up on it. It's a natural, well, it's natural solipsism. It's like we 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 think we know what's best for ourselves because we're the only persons that we fully know.
0: Yeah, it's like it's very easy to say nobody could understand all the complexities that is Josh. You know what I mean? Like nobody really knows what it's like to be me. Yeah, no, only yeah, me.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is why we think well also But that's just,
0: the difference between us and people who are getting along just fine. People are able to push that aside. They're yeah. able to remove themselves and be like, "Oh, maybe they do know." See, yeah. you fake that. That's a difference between me and you. You're better at faking that. Like, allowing yeah. people to give you something, even though you know it's a steaming pile
1: of shit. You're like, oh, yeah, maybe. I can see that. Like, I've, I've changed it. I've changed my perspective on it. This is going to be abstract as fuck, but I do believe that you are another me interfacing with myself, and I believe that about the entirety of the world as it manifests. Well, that would
0: probably benefit me to adopt that principle Well, uh, sim- anyway,
1: Simple, simple. Even if it's hogwash. I know, it's just acting as if reality or the world itself is there to help you. Like, just that, just that idea. Yes. And for I can't like, do that. But this is why it works for people like you and me, is because we already have these base level of psychic protection. We already have our own way or truth. We're protected. We're not going to let someone crack the the uh, like I am who I am. Like I'm gonna die on the sword of myself. Like I already know that. Yeah. You know. So yeah. like when we open our minds and say, what if reality, the people that manifest in in said reality, are actually acting on our best interest? They're saying things because and it's in our hard, best interest. That is hard, man. That's hard. Very difficult. Man. But I can't tell you for people for sounds me. Sounds good. Sounds, it sounds great. Good work. <laughs> sounds great. Would not. I don't know if I could necessarily advise anyone else to anyone else to adhere to this idea because the reality is like you and i we're protected like we we are we're fucking we're going to be who we are like or we're going to die trying that's just kind of in our nature it's like ingrained in who we are and matter of fact i experience pain when i stop when i forget that i experience pain when i say i don't you know like do I really want to, you know, say this and be, yeah. be how like, I actually Yeah, can I really am? do this? Yeah, yeah. And it's Do like, I really have what it takes? Do I, yeah, yeah. We don't want to doubt ourselves. It's part of the process. That I? hurts me, dude. I encounter that a lot at work. But anyway, the, the thing I'm getting at and the example I'm getting at is, is with Melissa, right? We're going through a rough, spack, rough patch right now. A friend in my home group, Reese, at the end of the meeting, she says, Will you tell Bay that uh, I missed her? Fuck whatever I think may be going on with our relationship. She's telling me I should reach out to my girlfriend. I'm going to listen to her. I'm going to do it. I trust her more than I trust me. Because whatever I may think Reese is going on... Reese is a girl? On, yeah, Reese is a girl.
0: I thought Reese was a guy this whole time. No, that's a girl. Oh, but this is the diff- This is not this, the Buddha Reese. This oh, yeah, there a-
1: there's a third Reese now, dude.
0: Oh, there's three Th- I guess there's Reese. fucking
1: three now. Wow. Wait, wait, is it? No, Reed. There's two Reeds and a Reese. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, it is. Reese. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay, Uh, the the, the common theme I'm getting at is, and it relates to also the shared space shit, and and most of the decisions that have changed the course of direction of my life since I got a new sponsor earlier this year was when I began to listen to other people. Listen to fucking other people. Go with the assumption that they know better than I do. You got to. My dad goes, why the fuck are you rapping? this This idea you've been working on for five years is solid. you should focus on that and the first time I went he's right you know what he might be right Stefan says the same shit i don't want to every time anytime Stefan suggests anything I'm naturally resistant because i've got you know I've got a you know i, I don't I think I'm better because than it's him. Stefan. I think I'm better than him dude yeah. that's the problem yes. I think I'm fucking better yeah. than him yeah. it's just not true so when he suggests me something I, would, I instantly resist it. Where there's resistance, there's truth, dude. You gotta it's so hard to go, you know what, Stefan? You're right, dude. My dad's saying it, you're saying it, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna listen to other people. But that brings us back to Reese, where in the midst of this, you know, relationship trouble me and Melissa are going through, and I don't even know if it would be trouble. I don't know how to best describe it. We're just going it's through a love patch. It's a long distance relationship. It's a long distance it's relationship. It's hard. It's, it's hard. And we're going through something right now, and, and Reese, you know, she says How's Melissa going? Will you tell her I said hello? And it's like, yes, I will. Because fuck however I think things are going or whatever I think needs so to be So in done. that moment, you were like, fuck Melissa. Like, I don't even want to talk to her. Up until that point, it was, this is where my problem is, dude, is like, I won't look at problems. I'll go right So to you were just focused on avoiding. I, will, I wouldn't say it's necessarily avoiding. It's, it's, I'll just put my attention to somewhere I can be helpful. To, to something I can help. When I don't know how to help myself or help the relationship, I naturally just go, well, where can I be helpful to someone else? But that's just a fancy... It's a coping mechanism. Yeah, it's just a fancy way to avoid it. Yeah, yeah it's just a fancy way to avoid it. So, and that's what I do. And that's why I think Melissa is in the dark so much is because that's what I do. I don't know how to deal with stuff. Anyway, so the point is... It helped. I mean the same shit, by the way. It helped. It helped. I messaged her. I we we had a text conversation. I called we call I talked to her on the phone the next day. It was like, this is good. We're talking. You know, this is good. We don't have to we don't have to solve the problem but, on our own. But on the flip side, you could have
0: taken that advice and it could have went horribly. Just as easily. So then what do you do? You're like, oh man, it takes every fiber of your being to be like, maybe this person but, knows but best. Yes, but you have and to, then it
1: turns out they don't know best. But you have well you have to redefine what horribly is. Like, what is wrong? There is no such thing. No. There really isn't. There's no right or wrong. Like, things are happening. When we decide they are right or wrong, it's an issue. But, like, that's the idea we are getting at is trusting the flow and trusting the process and taking my perspective out of it. It's like, I don't know if there is such thing as right or wrong. Things happen the way they're happening. Like you say, Hamilton, there's got to be a reason for this. My perspective is, I don't know, dude. It's fucked up. I would hate the fact that there's some gr- – that a, a good dude had to die for some reason. It's like – Well, dude, no, it's not I, – I, I, don't, I don't rationalize it by it being a
0: reason necessarily. I, I might have said it that way. I know. But what I I'm really just, mean is – mean. we got to extract some kind of meaning we, from it.
1: It's very – I agree with you. It's important we do that. It is. Like, you got to, dude. But philosophically, and this is what the right and wrong thing's playing into me, is that I don't have the ability to distinguish what's right or what's wrong. It's not in my jurisdiction. Yeah. So, when Reese says, you know, suggests something, you know, and it's like, you know what? I kind of have just been, like, not paying attention to what's going on in my relationship by just coping with it. It makes total sense. It's like, oh, I'm going to trust what the world is telling me right now and take a step
0: yeah i mean i I definitely do that often often I take clues like that, like like this whole home buying experience I've just been taking one person's advice after another yeah, I don't know shit about it, so it's easy that's the like that's the that's another piece of the humility dude is like some things I literally don't know like <laughs> that I know I don't know. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know. When you pretend to, you set yourself you up to be You get in you're real hurt. trouble. So like when you're dealing with shit that that's very important that's tied to like very serious goals, you gotta have some faith that somebody else knows and somebody else is has got your best interest in mind because I have no idea what I'm doing. When you're talking about credit and mortgage and, 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 and home ownership, it's like
1: I don't know which anything. Which is which is interesting because you know that when you see your friend's lives going, like the avatar of their life, what that is, you can see it. You're like, oh shit! If this was a my sim and it was SimCity, they I see clearly what needs to be done. Yet for some reason, we won't let other people do that for us. It's yeah, more it's difficult another, for other it's people. another fucking
0: hypocritical yeah. element of our being. Is like. We think we know what they need to do, but then if you turn it right back on me, it's like, oh shit, I'm in like a really complicated relationship, and I have no fucking idea what to do. So there is truth to like, you see other people's problems clearer, obviously, just like you were saying. Like, but we for can some see,
1: reason, we won't let others do for us what we try to do for them. Well, see, that's the thing is like,
0: for me, I don't think that's true. I'm just very selective. Yeah, it's important to be.
1: It's so so, like, you gotta like,
0: know. so that's the biggest difference with Jeff and why it's like the most insane thing is like, dude, I trust him. Yeah. And he's telling me shit I do not want to hear. That's, and I trust that it is the path that I need to be on. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He, even last Friday, he said some shit. I was just like, man, I do not like hearing that, dude. Like that is really... Ugh. I could just as easily walk out and slam the door. That's, you know what I mean? That's why
1: it's it's the tr- truth right there there's resistance in it,
0: and so what he was saying there's there's truth in there's resistance in the truth, yes, yes, you feel it so so and that's what he what he was saying Friday is you're not actually that honest in relationships, you're not actually that honest, so for me I'm like I'm like, you dude, I feel like I can't be any more honest, I'm telling you everything blah blah blah, but then I'm like, okay,
1: you can really think about it,
0: but anyway. What he pointed out to me was that basically my own selfish desires and my trying to control the show is causing me to not be as honest as I could be. Right. And then now, after the fact, I could go back and be honest about everything, but I don't want to. It's, well, it's, it's, the, the
1: idea is you don't need to. I, that's what I said to him, but he's like, that doesn't feel very honest. Well, what I can see why why he says that, but but you have to begin moving in the direction of of more transparent honesty. That's of more utmost. It's not Steph or Melissa's fault. <coughs> like I don't need to dump my baggage onto them. I don't need them but to know. But it's not even that. It's also my actions. Yeah. Well, you there needs to be a step in the right direction. It's just a step in the of honoring a more transparent, honest way of communicating. Let me let me flip the script though. How honest do you think you're being to Melissa? Like do you ever question your honesty with Absolutely. her? Absolutely. Everything you said applies directly to me. I I need to be more honest. Like the 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 truth that dawned on me and and I'll say it, I don't think I want to go back to Portland. I don't. Well, yeah, you said I've that. I've never said that to her, but it's been implied. Because I've been like, this is what I want for AMC, us. And see,
0: that's exactly it. Is like
1: the implication I but thought was enough. Entirely, but here's the deeper one: Do I want to be? Do I want to have a family with Melissa? Do I want to? Do I want us us to be a family unit? That question. Because I've been operating off the idea that we're going to grow there together. Because I don't know what's best for me. But the reality is: Do I want to be in a family unit with Melissa? There's a part of me that says no. Like yeah. a capital N, no. And then, but then there's another part of me that says, Adam, you've never been able to to make anything work in your life up until this point. You don't know shit. And then the thing, like, I, do you have this thought, like, if if
0: if it was meant to be, if I did want that, wouldn't I know, like, overwhelmingly? Wouldn't it be like, oh, that's like marriage. It's like what they say. It's like my impression of marriage is like, oh, you know when you know, like, you know, it's game time. And up until that point, you don't really know. So yeah, or, I, I, or do you like literally write out pros and cons?
1: You know, no, you have to look at everybody and take as much experience as you can. And I just my father, my brother. It's like when they're bros like, married, bros married, and when I which is crazy, which is crazy, and and I can't live the way of looking at my father and my brother and going like, man, like, what if they could have been, dude? Who could they have could have been? And I, and that's, like, arrogance. that's arrogant. It's arrogant as fuck. Yeah. And what happened was it flipped the script, and I realized like, I get to be with my dad and my brother. They're here now. What if they're right? What? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're fucking right. As a matter of fact, I'm benefiting off of it because they're still fucking here. There's a time when my dad, you know, he could be gone for sure, struggling with whatever you know his stuff. Same with my brother. Like the fact that they're still living and breathing and I can communicate with them today is more valuable than any way at which I think that life could be lived. It's like, I got to get my bullshit out there and I got to take some of their experience and apply it to my own and go, you know, I'm probably a little bit like them and there's a high probability I don't actually know what's best for my own mental and yeah, emotional health. Maybe worldview. I'm the black sheep. Like, yeah. I fell off track absolutely and you know melissa could be well she has up until this point been the best thing that's ever happened to me she saved me from the gates of death dude like her presence in my life was like bro like would not be here without her so it's like yeah but that's a dangerous line of it thinking. it is a too, dangerous, it's an extremely dangerous line of thinking because it's holding on to something that's already done
0: well it's not even just that it's also like you can't make decisions based on hyperbole you can't you really can't. Like, you have to look at the game
1: it, as it's being played right now. But but more so, even like that's just because somebody did something. for but you it doesn't mean you're it, indebted. It, it doesn't. Well, the abstract way of looking at it is, in some way or shape, I did it for myself.
0: Or she. Or yeah. Well, in,
1: that's the yeah, philosophical for your new construct. That's a new but, way of
0: thinking. But, but I'm saying. I'm saying that might have been. How do I say like that? Her being there for you at that time could have just started then and ended there. It could have no. Cut. We have you know, we have no idea how long the people that are. Well, no, no, no. I mean to say, like that could have been it. That could have been the only thing that that meant. Totally. It, it had only that meaning. Totally. So now making decisions based
1: on that is flawed. You can't do flawed. it. It's flawed. You can't Absolutely. do it.
0: That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, and I, and what I'm saying is is I have to take some of that data though and recognize that that there. The, I guess this is where we're at the hope the hope is as I because there's been I'm looking at my life in the way that I've I don't want to use the word felt but the way that I've been able to build a a more a more a more well way of being it's just better well-being it's, it's scaled up like this and and it's almost as if I need to continue trusting that I don't that that other people or I need to continue trusting what's been working so far that has been helping me get better, and and Melissa has been a part of that, and I know that in my past with every single relationship I've ever been in, I've just I've just said I've decided to, I'm the one that's been decide, deciding how the thing ends and I can't be the one to decide how things end or even begin anymore oh man I remember a time when you were pretending
0: that you had any control of how things ended like you know like you you tried it was not for lack of trying but like in the end you still had no control
1: yeah, and it was painful. Super painful. Way, you made it way more painful. I did, yeah. And so that's what I know to be true. i trying to control it. Because that's my experience. And I can't, if I want to have a new experience, I can't do things the way they've been done.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's real. That's real. Yeah, I mean, overall, I guess I'm really stuck on this idea that I don't know how to express my feelings. Even though I thought I did. And on top of that, I'm not actually being as honest as I thought I was. Which was a revelation that I made way back. In my my first four-step coming back, I was like, oh, wow. So all of these girls that I told to their face what I really felt... I was actually still lying to them because my actions were not honest.
1: Right. That wow. was like, whoa. I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm a piece of shit. That's, well, that brings us back to how you and I are different is like, you're action oriented. You're more so than I am. Like, you're in motion and movement constantly. And so you're having to see this. Like, you're having to look and realize, like, oh, my actions are not aligning with what I believe to be true for myself or how, or how honest I am. Well, I'm no, it was saying. all just selfishness. Like, I was like, okay, if
0: I go with Brooke 1 to her family reunion, I'm going to get to hang out with her and probably bang her. Like, it was that simple. Yeah. But I was like, I'm telling her it's not going to be serious, so I'm good. I'm off the hook. Because I'm telling her words out of my mouth, I'm going to actually go see Brooke 2 as soon as I get back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tell her that, and I'm like, okay, I'm off the hook. But then I... Go to her family reunion, which says, I really care about it. Absolutely. So it's like the contradiction. Like, I couldn't keep the lies.
1: I couldn't be honest. You couldn't be ignorant to what your actions were saying to Well, that to, happened after to, the fourth step. But, but to, ab, to What our actions are saying to everyone else. I was ignorant then. That's what I'm saying. And but now, now I can't, can't be. be. Yeah.
0: But now I'm like, I'm back in the same situation, but it's different.
1: It's, it's all different. It's 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 become more... Um, it's all inside me now. Yeah, yeah. And it's folk. It's hyper folk. It's like, they're, it's like little, like it's, they're little big things now. It's like, our, I guess what we're asked to, I don't even know if that's the right way to say this. But like, our sensitivity is so high. That when we start seeing these things within ourselves, we have to change and adapt and work deep. We have to work deeper because we're dealing with micro-behaviors now. We're not dealing with just bullshit anymore. These are like micro-behaviors. Well, I mean, not micro-behaviors, but they're deeper. They're definitely
0: deeper than the surface of, like, overt lies and overt selfishness. Like, we're plugged in, dude. We've already done the basic work. We put the drugs down. We went through the steps, like... You know, it, it's not, this is not small potatoes anymore.
1: What would, you, so this is my take on this and we could probably start wrapping this up because it's getting, I don't even know.
0: What time are you trying to leave for real?
1: Whenever dude, I don't even care.
0: What do you got going on tomorrow?
1: I got to be at work tomorrow. At what time? Like nine, nine fifteen.
0: Okay. So you, well, you're like, going to gain an hour though. Yeah.
1: Trying to leave at like five, six. Or
0: wait a second. No, you're going to lose an hour.
1: It doesn't matter. But I'm going to try to leave at five or six okay at the latest
0: already almost two
1: okay I lost my thought that I was gonna say anyway I was gonna say something that was like this brings us right back it brought us right back to the beginning dude I can't remember what it was
0: well the beginning was the higher power stuff the you know
1: and we were just talking about micro behaviors or micro or like awareness of our sensitivity and adapting to our current psychic I mean we covered a lot of bases a lot of ground Really good. Yeah. Good so, dude. What are we going to call this one? Keboppy. Keboppy? <laughs> Keboppy? No, I think we should say we ask the tough questions, we have no answers. We have no answers, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for goddamn sir.
0: Keboppy. Keboppy. Not doing the buffet next time. Just another example of why I shouldn't let Adam drive the bus. You were driving. I was literally driving. We were the bus. out of the buffet. We were
1: on. We were. Half, but a but then it was the your car. appeal, dude. You weren't even done with it. You pushed. I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. I was accepting. I was looking forward to. Month, no, I looked at we you. Were I was going. like, we should do the buffet, and you were like, yes. You, right when you said it, when we were halfway across, and you and you, yeah, I was like, yes. I mean
0: I accept thirty percent of the blame for the buffet. Because I because I wanted to do Paula Deans. I was okay with Paula Deans. And you actually, were okay with it but, you, up to it
1: but you were still like the buffet is. The I way was go. good, hey, I was good with Paula Deans, but if you were to turn around and look at me and go, buffet for sure, for sure this time 'cause this was, we walked away from the buffet twice. Twice. <laughs> twice we walked we are up. indecisive and we are literally almost two paladines and you go buffet and I go this is the third time that we're having this issue it's but again yes.
0: and then let's talk about this the, the convenience fee yeah the convenience
1: was well worth it
0: I mean it was you know we you got sit in there down, we got eating. out there yeah
1: it's good Louis was good Louis was great there was a nice scenery Louis had probably food. had the best
0: experience out of all of us honestly if I'm being honest
1: I think I had a pretty good experience I mean, you know, everything was kind of just subpar. I, I was terrified for a lot of it. I was really scared for a lot of it. There was a lot of people out. That was so uncomfortable for me. But just seeing everything was so exciting. It was worth it. That didn't bother so me worth it. at all. Man, I've been so quarantined, dude. It's like I don't even know. I don't even know how to interface with other people anymore. It dude. was a lot of people. But I'll say this: they so, were all
0: wearing masks.
1: All wearing masks, and it was just—it was kids on those little motorcycle bike things, oh, that dude. Was cool. And like the aquarium, and then Madame Tussauds. It was like just seeing all the oh, the fucking Parthenon, Partheon or whatever. Everything was like a. I, we got to Madame Tussauds, dude. I was like, I don't even think we need to go in here because there's so much cool shit everywhere else. Yeah,
0: it, um, we dodged a bullet there. We didn't need to do that. Yeah, but if we're ever in England, dude. Now, we, if we didn't. If we didn't do that, and we didn't go to the hotel, and you see inside the there. hotel was dope. Yeah, dude. the conservatories. The and hotel shit. was better than the. But that's why I knew. Yeah. But the problem was, I had already seen that, but I didn't see it with the lights, so it ended up. If anyway.
1: Yeah. If we're in England, we gotta hit two Sods because they're dungeon. They're fucking. I am trying to get to dungeon.
0: China, dude. Get that real COVID. Oh in yeah, this man. Bitch.
1: Trying to get to the Shaolin Temple. Trying to get to the heart of COVID. I'm trying to learn the secrets of kung fu let's wrap it up. Yeah. It's over. It's over. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. Be someone. Didn't we,
0: didn't we used to have like something we said at the end?
1: I know we had share yourself, find yourself, be yourself.
0: No, that was the intro.
1: I know, but what was the end? Do you have that intro? The, the song that we did easily, you can easily cut it out of, I do have it. Yes. I want to kind of hear that. It's a good song.
0: I want to hear it. I forgot what it how it went.
1: Alright, that's then that's how we'll end it. With that? Yeah, I'll just drop it in at the end. Okay. But can I hear it now though? Yeah. Okay, let's do it.